Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another Behind the Group podcast. I am DJ Keo. And I am Basil Barrington, and we are back with a brand new film on Netflix. We are going to review The Killer. Again, this is on Netflix. Mm -hmm. And um, thus far, IMDb gave it a 7.0 with over 40,000 reviews and only a 7.0, man? This is, are you serious? That's lowballing. This should be way higher. That's, I mean, well, someone is, was, yeah, what? It was number one on, on Netflix yeah. like this, this entire weekend. It was. They had so a pretty they, star-studded uh, cast, too, you know? Um, yeah, yeah. But a 7.0, man, come on, I, dude. That's that, like. That is false. <laughs> no, man. This is like, this film, it, okay, this film surprised me. First of all, it was almost two hours mm. long. But, again. If a film is really good, I don't care about the time. Remember, Triple yeah, R care. was like almost three hours long, and that was a fun yeah. movie to watch. You know, so I really enjoyed yeah, yeah, this movie. What about you? Yeah, I loved it. I didn't. I didn't notice the time at all. I just. I watched it two times this weekend. Wow! And I just powered through. I was like, "Oh, this is great." Because <laughs> the thing is, though, basically, you're following along with his process and everything he's going through, and. The thing I liked about it was it was fairly realistic. Like it was stuff that he was doing, a regular person can do. Like he's not jumping through buildings and right. doing all this madness. Like it's regular mm -hmm. stuff, regular person could do. But like his life is just that's a rough life, man. <laughs> be the hitman, you gotta be like some kind of sociopath, whatever the, the what is the term? <laughs> There's something like you gotta re remove yourself from humanity yeah. to be hitman. And, and, you know, I don't want to go to spoilers, but, like, he changes his life based on the the botched thing. on well, After his botched hit, he kind of changes his life, and he brings himself back to humanity. And, you know, this thing's based on a comic book. It's like a graphic novel. A, no way, French, really? Yeah, yeah. It's like a French graphic novel thing that's based on. Wow. And, like, okay. I would love to see more. Make well, this guy a series. Like, let's go. Well, you know what? Uh, I kind of feel, right, that this mm -hmm. isn't the end because, remember, he didn't kill the client. Yeah. So I got a feeling that now that everyone else is gone, right, everyone mm -hmm. else is gone, the client's going to come to him and say, listen, I have a job here, man. You know, I mean, I don't know anyone else. I would be down to watch that. <laughs> you know? This this was dope. I I loved the other thing I loved is the the names he was using for his aliases. Oh my goodness! They're man. all like sitcom names or something <laughs> from TV show. He, he <laughs> used George Jefferson. I was like, wait a minute, what's going on here? <laughs> you know? Yeah, Felix Unger. I was like, wait a minute, I know that. I know what that is. That's uh, that was pretty fascinating, man. Again, this is um, wait a minute. You know what? That could mm. not have been in the comic books, though, right? In the French comic book where he was. I don't know. I don't. I don't know anything about that. I just saw. I was reading something about it, and it said mm. that it was, it was based on this comic book, like this graphic novel. Yeah. But yeah, it could be something from it. I don't know, but I liked it. I I just liked the the concepts. Like everything was down to earth. Mm -hmm. Like you know, you got the van. He's doing his stuff in the van. Like you know, it, everything was realistic. What was capable from a, from a man? Because you know, I, as much as I love John Wick, John Wick would die like a hundred times in this movie. Like it's not, it's not physically possible. <laughs> Bring him back to life. You know what? The guy, um, yeah, he, he was very patient with what he was doing. You know, I mean, he he was into mm -hmm. yoga. 
he had a really dope spread in Santo Domingo, uh, Dominican Republic. Yeah, that house was fire. When, right? when you saw that, when I saw that, I was like, oh, because we used to go to the, um, I used to go to the mm-hmm. Dominican every year, every summer. Mm-hmm. And then I just stopped and I'm just like, you know, the, the DR is just fabulous. And I was like, this looks like Santo Domingo. So it was shot on location yeah, yeah. for sure. What do you think this movie could have cost? <clears throat> I think it was $170 million, Hundred and like Oh, do, wait a minute. Wait a minute. $175 million? Yeah. Yeah. No, because the other thing, too, is that David Fincher has a deal with Netflix for four movies. Oh. And I think he's made two. This is the second mm-hmm. movie. Okay. So uh, that could be part of the deal. I'm not sure how exactly <clears throat> how it was. Because, you know, like, visually, it it, would, it looked good. Like, it looked like a feature film, mm-hmm. something you see in the theater. But it didn't seem like they blew the budget out because, you know, they didn't have, like, crazy explosions with the half of a building no. coming down. N- no. And he no. wasn't jumping out of helicopters. Like, right. everything's just basic. Yeah. Just regular, mm-hmm. straightforward. And I, I, I like the realism. Like, that's one of my favorite things about the movie was the realism. Because it wasn't... I'm, I'm used to watching Fast and Furious movies where they're driving a car up a building. Like, come on. It's <laughs> <laughs> <this is> ridiculous. <laughs> Dude, get it out of third. You know, like, really? Yeah, exactly. When exactly. I'm, I'm going exactly up a building, this. stop it. You know? So when you see a movie that's just trying to be exactly how this would be, especially that, uh, you know, like how he went to the, the secretary's house and everything's on a Rolodex. Like that's, that's reality. That's what it'd be like. It wouldn't, it wouldn't have this elaborate thing of like a, a network of people, phone operators. Mm-hmm. It would be straightforward. Yeah. Here's your card. Go finish this dude off and get your $100 million, whatever it is. Like he'll say, like it's, it's realistic. Yeah. The ideas are there. You want to give okay. a brief overview of what this movie was about because it's so brief, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, the interesting take about this movie. So basically what it is, is that there's a hitman. He has a botched job and you know, there's rules in this world for being a hitman. If you mess up your thing, the client can ask to have you dealt with mm-hmm. or just leave it be. Mm-hmm. And this particular client that he was working for was like, nah, deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> $150 clear that thing. So the, the hitman organization, sent two people to his house to get him and uh and uh ended up uh beating up his girlfriend instead yeah. as payback they beat it. it was rough that was that was rough but yeah so he decides to go on a vengeance tour mm-hmm. that's the movie right there yeah and i i liked it a lot man this is great you know for the movie to really i mean you were saying like a uh like an assassin a hit hitman um hitman organization mm-hmm. right it seemed like that there were only four people here, right? And then a client, right? You know, he killed yeah, four yeah. people, and then you had the client, right? He didn't kill the client, though. So that makes me think that even though he approached the client, that makes me think that this will be, there is a sequel coming up. But I hope so. <laughs> yeah, I hope so, too. You know, so he, he actually he killed five people. He could not, in this business mm-hmm. of being a hitman, of being an assassin, right? You cannot leave any stone unturned. So, for instance, I'll give you nope. an example. When he mm-hmm. found out, like, who the taxi driver was, right? The taxi yeah. driver gave him all the information. Like, dude, just um, here's all the information. He didn't need to kill him. <laughs> yeah, he didn't need to kill him. You know, yeah. he was like, dude, okay, thank you for the information. You got to, like, di- you have to dissolve, destroy 
every single piece mm -hmm. of evidence that could point to you. And that's exactly what he did. So that was the mm -hmm. first person he killed, right? You know, just driving throughout Santa Domingo, the beautiful beaches, the crazy yeah, decor <laughs> and everything else. And that's why, yeah. you know, when I saw this budget, $175 million, I'm just like, first of all, nothing's costing $175 million in the Dominican Republic. Forget about it, you know? Yeah, because they, they had that one chase scene in Paris, but mm -hmm. I don't... The bulk of the film was in cheap places. Like the Florida area was cheap. The yeah. Louisiana mm -hmm. area is cheap. Yep. There, I I don't know if that because it's an estimate. We don't know what the exact figure is and why yeah. mm -hmm. they divvied up the money like that. But like it it the way they filmed it, it looked good. Like it it it's one of the high end looking movies. And, you know, yeah. Fincher. Fincher does like a hundred takes on stuff and yeah, he takes his time. This so. is. You know, it's yeah. again, you know, we haven't been watching a lot of there hasn't been a lot of new stuff out. Right. Mm -hmm. And so we have this here and you were like, hey, you know, the killer's coming on. I was like, OK, cool. Let's check it out. I'm down to watch new stuff. Right. Because we haven't had any new yeah. stuff with the writer strike and everything else. Right. And so yeah. now the new stuff is starting to be released. And I'm like, this film was a sleeper for me because, again, like I said, I was just like, OK, this is I, I saw the trailer and I was like, hmm. This looks pretty good. I like mm -hmm. Michael Fassbender. He's uh he's pretty good. I like him in some other stuff he did. I like the actor. It's one thing to say, hey, you know what? Let's just give this person because they're available a bag, you know, and, and mm -hmm. they don't like really hit it. He kind of hit the role, you know. So I kind of oh, like how he, it worked for him. Well, I'm saying like he he's he looks like he could do the job. Like he looks like he's the the atypical sociopath or whatever that he. <laughs> You know, say like you, there's movies you watch. Like if you see Tom Cruise in the movie, you're like, yeah, that guy knows how to use a gun. Mm -hmm. he, he drives a motorcycle. I can see that. Yeah. You know, say like there's certain there's certain actors, and Fastbender is very good on these kind of drama stuff mm -hmm. where you know he's got to do his range of acting. Like one of my favorite movies from him is Inglorious Bastards. Like he was phenomenal in that movie. Mm -hmm. And yeah, he was pretty good. Like, in that. It, it, he's he's that kind of actor that when you see him do something, he's believable. Mm -hmm. it, it doesn't seem like you know say like there's certain actors that you see them in the movie you're like ah oh, come on man like you're not doing that no one <laughs> believes you but like he he takes you out of whatever you're watching and just puts you into the thing and you don't even notice it so uh, let me ask you this what's up there's in the in the beginning of the movie where, where when the movie starts and he starts doing his payback tour mm -hmm. you could solely see him change his attitude towards what he was doing because the first guy was the the car when he felt he was getting driver. the information. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He's immediately he's like bang done. Yep. And then he got to the the lawyer and the, the lawyer. secretary, mm -hmm. and he was like, you know what, you're gonna take an L, lawyer, you're gonna take an L. You know what, I'm gonna have some mercy for the secretary, and he slowly starts working his way back to kind of turn himself to more human. What do you think about that? Like uh, his kind of his range of I guess the story arc of where he has mentally until where he's becoming more peaceful at the end. Like, what do you think about that whole concept? Um, I, I like it, but, um, okay. So with the lawyer, the, first of all, the way he killed him was crazy. That was best. Though. I mean, he was just like, he was just like, dude, that you're going to suffocate though. on your own blood. He like plugged Bro, them with like three nails up. with, from a nail gun, long nails too. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, you went so, right through. Like, wow, Ugh. you know, and it's just like, but he also sort of knew that all the information that the guy thought he 
the, the guys, the lawyers said he had was on the computers. Like, no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. Come on. You got some analog stuff here. And this yeah, is what BS, they had. Man. You know? <laughs> it's BS. So I do like the arc of how he sort of went up and then he went down and he had compassion. Mm-hmm. However, mm-hmm. before he got to the client, he had to get rid of everyone, regardless of the compassion he may have had. The secretary. Yeah. Oh, I have two kids. Man, he like, woo like her neck, just like, wham, you know, just <laughs> like, like I want all the information you're going to give me. I'm going to seem mm-hmm. very calm, like I'm going to let you go. But then mm-hmm. he had to get rid of her, you know, that's, yeah, yeah, dude, you're an assassin, <laughs> you're a hitman. Yeah. You know, if you look yeah. at all, all hit, you know, all movies with this sort of like storyline, hitman and assassins, you have to mm-hmm. get rid of everyone. You have no compassion. It's a job, right? So I do like yeah. it because he went up and then he went not all the way down, but he needed information. So he had to come down a little bit. But then yeah, he, yeah. Only, he only came down a little bit for um, the secretary and also, mm-hmm. you know, um, Tilda. Tilda. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so he like mm-hmm. just woohoo, right? And mm-hmm. then... He got, um, you know what, how did he get, um, so after the secretary, it was the guy from Florida. He went to Florida. Yeah, he okay. got to, went to Florida. Wait, he, um, he went to New Orleans to kill the lawyer. Okay, cool. Yeah, the lawyer and the to, secretary in New right. Orleans, they went to Florida. Okay, now he goes to Florida to kill the Latin mm-hmm. guy or whoever he was, you know. And then he Living. went to New, New York is the, what, what did they call her? I forgot what they called her. She was the ex- no, she, or something like that. Ex- well, she, expert, the expert. She was the expert. Yes. Um. So yeah. yeah, he goes to um. So yeah, he and and the other thing when he was um fighting the uh, the guy in Florida, um, hmm. the fight was, was it was so real. Fight. It was so real, dude. That was a, that you was know? a rough fight. <laughs> oh, I was sitting there like, oh, okay, <laughs> all right, this is what's happening right now. Oh boy, kicked him. Oh boy, kicked him where something stabbed him in his groin, you know, in his penis and everything. Yeah, yeah. it's over. It's done. The bottle, the broken leg from the table. Like, Mm -hmm. it was a rough fight. Yeah. Like, you're talking about violence. That was a rough fight. And you can't, you can't do justice explaining it until you watch it. Cause, like, it was as as realistic as possible. Cause normally when you watch these movies, like, you're doing a fight like that. And, like, the good guy or the person who's, uh, you know, antagonist. He's always he's got the the leg up. You know, he's blocking everything. Yeah. He took some hits in this movie. The killer. He took some L's when he fought that guy. He took a lot of L's because first of all, he wasn't ready for him. Yeah, the the the, the bodybuilder, whatever. He jumped him. He wasn't even ready. He didn't yeah. know that was coming. And you know, yeah, he threw him on the table. He, mm-hmm. I think, you hurt his back. Like he did a bunch of stuff. I mean, he beat him down. If it came down to another fight, I think he would have lost the, the yeah. next fight. You know, when this fight was happening, I was thinking, I was like, oh, he's just he's just a person who pulls a trigger. He's really not a fighter because he was getting nope. beat down so much, you know. And I was just like, is this guy? Does he mm-hmm. get trained to fight people just in case something pops off? But he kills mm-hmm. the guy in a very brutal way. Um, you know, he, well, not brutal. really. I mean, he just like boom, like through the door, kills him. You know, and then um, his dog yeah, comes yeah. running after him. So. After mm-hmm. the bodybuilder, he goes to New York to check out yeah. the expert, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm looking at her and I'm like, again, I don't I don't know about this industry. <laughs> you know, I have yeah, no yeah. idea about this industry. 
But I'm like, wow, she's a hitman or a hit woman. She's an assassin. Well, I think she, because she's the expert, right? So I think she's got intel, or she's the one telling the other guy what to do. Right. Okay. Because she she did say that, like she was saying, like, hey, all right, you know, just to, to rough up the chick, and then we'll just get on our way. Right. And he didn't listen to her anyway, so I, mm-hmm. I think that she's like the the person in charge. Yeah. She seems very high up. Yeah. Yeah. Was she sure. driving mm-hmm. a Cadillac? She seems relatively. She had a driver. Higher put it up. that way. She had a driver. Well, yeah, no, yeah. she and didn't have in the restaurant. No, no, she didn't have a driver, but she was driving a really no, nice car. No, she drove herself, but I'm saying yeah. she was in the restaurant. Yeah, and they they're catering to her. People at the knew restaurant. her. Yeah, huh? Yeah, so I'm saying she was she's well up in whatever this organization is. Mm-hmm. She wasn't at the bottom, like the the bodybuilder guy. Like, he's at the bottom. Like yeah. he's not doing anything. So, but like she seems higher up. So she knew that as soon as she saw him, that you know she's gonna get yeah, killed. It was a wrap, right? It was a wrap. <laughs> it was a right? wrap. <laughs> so you know he's like, okay, let's go. Time to get time for you to get killed, right? And so mm-hmm. they're walking through this maze or whatever, you know. And then she slips, right? And she's like, that oh, was aren't, crazy. Aren't you gonna help a woman up? As soon as she said that, he knew as an assassin, mm-hmm. right? He's just like, pop. He was like, no, 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 no. I can help you up. Then you like stab me. He shoots her. She falls down. What does she have in her hand? A knife in the hand. You know? A knife in the hand. And I was like, wow, this guy is really amazing. So Mm -hmm. he's done with her. Now he knows who's the client. Yeah. So the way that he um, infiltrates the client's. Residence, right? First of all, mm-hmm. dude, he's buying something off of Amazon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, did you see that? He yeah, that, a, that was interesting. He bought too. a key, a, like some sort of a key fob or something from Amazon. I was just like, really? He, okay, <laughs> this is how patient he was. He mm-hmm. knew that ordering this thing from Amazon would take two <laughs> would take two days, right? <laughs> you know, if yeah, you're lucky yeah. with Amazon, two days. And he had it sent yeah, to like yeah. an Amazon locker, right? He got a free trial at the <laughs> very exclusive gym. I know gyms like that. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. and then he just got into this guy's resident. Now, the interesting thing about this here is this guy who's super rich, whatever, yada, yada, yada. Where's his bodyguards? Mm-hmm. Where's his, like, where, where are these people? But here's the thing. Like, I think there's a certain level of rich where you kind of don't need it. Like, he's in his building. Yeah, you you wouldn't think that he needs the person in his residency too. Mm-hmm. I think that it's more of a because he had the guy, the, the driver guy. Yeah, he had the driver. He had him mm-hmm. when he leaves the house. Yeah, but like like he said, like I got security. Like what do we? <laughs> this this is supposed to be top notch to get in this building, and this guy just walked right in. Like he's upset about that. So yeah. you, could, you could clearly tell there's a difference between getting in the building and what he's doing like outside because mm-hmm. he does have his driver, and he said he doesn't think he's Mossad or whatever. But like. It it is fascinating that when you're that rich, you kind of you separate yourself from the real mortals of how you're living your life. Because he yeah. had that there's the the trainer guy with him. Yeah. That guy looks like a bodyguard too. He's a straight diesel. Yeah. I was like, this guy eats a lot of oatmeal yeah. <laughs> for real. You know, the guy. Um. So you know, when he when the guy when they finally locked eyes. Mm-hmm. I was thinking, I was like, wow, this, if it ends like this, it's kind of corny, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it ends like this. I I like that he let him live, to be I, honest. I love that. Because you you're, not, you're not expecting it. You think he's just going to kill everybody and go on about his day. But, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, you could tell that his story arc is changing 
especially from the secretary on. Like he's like, obviously you gotta get rid of the bodybuilder guy yeah. and the expert chick because they and were the lawyer, they, they were, you know, everyone. Yeah, and the lawyer. <clears throat> they they directly harmed his girlfriend. Right, exactly. So that made sense. This guy, the way he was talking is more like an accident. He mm. really know what he was getting into. Right. <clears throat> he said it's the first time he used the service. And he, he said they're going to clean it up, but he didn't know what they meant. He clean said it the up. first time I used the service, he's like, man, I, I saw an 800 number <laughs> and a classified ad and a New York Post. Yeah, and, um, I just called up. <laughs> you know, I didn't know what was going on here. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. I, the way he was talking, like, you could say, because uh, Fassbender says it in the movie. He says, like, the way he answers these questions is going to tell me what's going to happen to him. Yeah. And it seems like he was oblivious. <clears throat> and, you know, is like, he. Cause he was like, I don't, I don't mean no harm. We were cool. Like we're mm-hmm. longer good. Like, but you can tell like he wasn't lying. Well, I guess from his character's perspective, he thinks he, thinks he wasn't lying. We did make it clear that, Hey, if we got a problem, I'm going to come back here. Yeah. And so, yeah. <laughs> and the billionaire having no, like no clue how this whole, how this industry works. He's like, wait a minute. You know, how'd you get in here? So first of all, the guy knows where you live. He's that smart. He's in this industry. He knows yeah, how yeah. to touch you. So for him to let him go, again, I just think that there is going mm-hmm. to be a se- sequence. I also think that you can probably do an additional two to three more movies with this. It's almost like extraction. You can keep going with this if yeah, you want to. Yeah, you can keep going. I, yeah. hope, I hope they make it. I hope one, so to too, man. I hope so too. So th- this, was a, this mm-hmm. was a sleeper. This was a really good film, man. So we are film. talking about The Killer on Netflix. This is brand new. What are you going to rate this film? I, I give it an 8.5. I mm-hmm. was thoroughly engrossed. The action was realistic and interesting. Just like when you're following the whole process of what happened in the movie, like we find out his girlfriend in the house or whatever, like everything was like, I want to see what happens next. And, yeah. you know, that's, that's the sign of a good movie where I care what happens next and I'm not disappointed when I get it. You know, a lot, of, a lot of movies, they have the, the next thing that happens. You're like, ah, oh, this is dumb. This is the end, how it's supposed to end. But, like, everything, like, the the interview with the Tilda Sweet when she's drinking her, what is, what is she drinking? Whiskey. Uh, a very good. Whiskey. A very nice yeah, whiskey. Yeah, the, the good stuff. The good but stuff. But, like, her whole conversation, he's just staring at her. Yeah. That was great. Mm-hmm. He didn't have to do anything. That whole thing, we were yeah. talking about the bear. Like, mm-hmm. this, uh, the whole conversation was interesting. And, and, you know, like this, that's the dynamic of a good script and a good director. Like they made everything very interesting and you care, you want you care about it. You want to see more. So like, I, I enjoyed this movie. 8.5 for me easily. Yeah. Um, I am going to give it, um, also an 8.5. I think Mm. what's interesting. One of the things that's interesting to me with this film was he, he spoke, you saw him speak in this film probably 50% mm. of the time, but then you heard his voice the other 50% of the time. He was narrating yeah. his own, like, what he was going to do. So I was just like, wow, this is kind of fascinating because in the beginning of the mm. film, he didn't say one word for about 15, 20 minutes. Yeah, there's no dialogue. <laughs> it's yeah. just his, him doing his own That's it, monologue dude, right? or internal so like, monologue. I'm like, yeah. wow, this is um, this is kind of heavy. It's kind of thick, you know. I was like, this is this is pretty good. And even though the mm. film was almost two hours, the pacing of how everything went down, pacing was great, phenomenal. It was great. Eight point five yeah. for me. Eight point five for Keo. The Killer mm. on mm. Netflix. Go check it out. 
Well, there you have it. Thanks for checking out another episode of the Behind the Groove podcast. I am Basil Barrington. I am DJ Keo. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. And until next time, peace. All right.